0: Welcome to the Daily Homily from Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Joseph's Catholic Church in Trenton, Missouri. His daily mass can be heard weekdays at 11 a.m. right here on Catholic Radio Network. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Saul, still breathing murderous threats against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogues in Damascus that if he should find any men or women who belonged to the way, he might bring them back to Jerusalem in chains. On his journey, he was nearing Damascus. A light from the sky suddenly flashed around him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? He said, who are you, sir? The reply came, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. Now get up and go into the city, and you will be told what you must do. The men who were traveling with him stood speechless, for they heard the voice, but could see no one. Saul got up from the ground, but when he opened his eyes, he could see nothing. So they led him by the hand and brought him into Damascus. For three days he was unable to see, and he neither ate nor drank. There was a disciple in Damascus named Ananias, and the Lord said to him in a vision, Ananias. He answered, Here I am, Lord. The Lord said to him, Get up and go to the street called Straight and ask the house of Judas for a man from Tarsus named Saul. He is there praying, and in a vision he has seen a man named Ananias come in and lay his hands on him that he may regain his sight. But Ananias replied, Lord, I have heard from many sources about this man, what evil things he has done to your holy ones in Jerusalem. And here he has authority from the chief priest to imprison all who call upon your name. But the Lord said to him, Go, for this man is a chosen instrument of mine to carry my name before Gentiles, kings, and children of Israel, and I will show him what he will have to suffer for my name. So Ananias went and entered the house. Laying his hands on him, he said, Saul, my brother, The Lord has sent me, Jesus, who appeared to you on the way by which you came, that you may regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Immediately, things like scales fell from his eyes, and he regained his sight. He got up and was baptized, and when he had eaten, he recovered his strength. He stayed some days with the disciples of Damascus, and he began at once to proclaim Jesus in the synagogues, that he is the Son of God. The Word of the Lord. The Lord be with you, reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. The Jews quarreled among themselves, saying, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? Jesus said to them, Amen, amen, I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you do not have life within you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him on the last day. For my flesh is true food and my blood is true drink. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me and I in him. Just as the living Father sent me and I have life because of the Father, so also the one who feeds on me will have life because of me. This is the bread that came down from heaven. Unlike your ancestors who ate and still died, whoever eats this bread will live forever. These things he said while teaching in the synagogue in Capernaum. The Gospel of the Lord. Go, for this man is a chosen instrument of mine. I will show him what he has to suffer for my name. That was a great line from God referring to St. Paul, who up to that point, before he was thrown off his horse and blinded on the way to Damascus, had been wreaking havoc on the young church. Another great line from God is this one. Why are you persecuting me? Saul, who would become Paul, answered, persecuting, persecuting you, who are you? And Christ answered, I'm Jesus. Now, this clearly showed that Christ and his church, his mystical body, are one. Afterwards, St. Paul will suffer for Christ's name. After he was baptized, the Jews set out to kill him He had to be lowered down the city wall in a basket because the Jews had posted sentries at all the city gates to apprehend him. Paul then traveled to Jerusalem and the Jews tried to kill him there. And so he was whisked out of town where he would go out to the world like the psalm states, telling the good news. St. Paul would now build up the church, the body of Christ. The body of Christ. Christ, whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me and I in him. The crowd in Capernaum in today's gospel passage were perplexed, to say the least. What is he talking about? Why is he being so mysterious? He needs to just speak plainly so we can understand. Isn't that interesting? Christ was being mysterious, but at the same time, he was speaking plainly. You have to eat my body and drink my blood if you want life in you. This is what happens at the Holy Sacrifice of Mass. We prepare ourselves to celebrate these sacred mysteries. We prepare ourselves to have the author, the giver of all life, placed in our bodies. A priest wrote, by communion we are united immediately to the body and blood of Jesus Christ. And by means of his body and blood to his soul and his divinity, his body becomes blended with our body, his blood with our blood, his soul with our soul. Think about all those people 2,000 years ago who saw Jesus in the flesh, who listened to him and, and followed him around. How many of those people were actually able to join themselves to him, to unite themselves to him like we do in Holy Communion? None of them. Not till the apostles did at the Last Supper, the first Mass. When our soul is joined to our Lord's soul, quote, our body participates in the divine qualities of his body and our soul in the graces of his soul. Thus his imagination stays and regulates our imagination. His understanding enlightens our understanding. His will invigorates our will. His appetite moderates our appetite and extinguishes therein the fire of concupiscence. His senses purify our senses. Christ unites himself to us and unites us to each other like a piece of melted wax unites with another. When we do evil, we persecute him and his body. But eating and drinking the flesh and blood of Christ, this true food and drink from heaven, strengthens us to be his chosen instruments. It prepares us to suffer for his name.